as people, we find ourselves caught up in the rush of life, allowing all sorts of things to pour into our hearts and our minds. Fogging our view of godly living. Join us as we navigate life with Christ in this era. Welcome to the Outpro with Tiho and Tiamo. Just real people having real conversations. Hello everyone once again. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode. Now we know that so many things have happened during COVID. People lost their jobs and during this entire time I know a lot of us have been thinking about different streams of income, different things to do while we're at home or while we've been laid off. Hence we decided that in this becoming series it wouldn't be done well if we didn't talk about being entrepreneurial. Yes, so we are so excited um, for, today's a couch session, by the way, we are so excited to introduce uh, Lerato and Mama Nomsa. Um, We will be having a conversation. They are women that are in the entrepreneurial space. They run their own businesses. And yeah, so can they please introduce themselves? Okay, I'll go first. So I'm Lerato Hati, and I'm a typical hashtag boss mom and wife. Um, I'm a mom, I'm my own boss, I'm a sister, and I'm a wife. So just a little bit more about what I do. Um, I did HR at school, and I went straight into recruitment of which it is what I am currently doing um, at the moment. And over that, I go as Mrs. Planner. So I run my own events coordination business, which is what I regard as a party every weekend. So that's just a bit about what I do. I have two children who are very active and involved. So a lot of the times, I'm a mom. Hello, everyone. I'm Monsamo Sue. Um, I am a CEO of Lizzie B Hub. Um, I am also a CEO of Simbek Machaba, which is um, an HDPE piping manufacturing company. Um, within Lizzie B Hub, we specialize in human resources management. Uh, the key focal areas are um, human resources strategy, um, end-to-end human resources solutions. Um, we commenced business in 2006. So um, over and above that, uh, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, um, I'm a full-time pastor, and I am an entrepreneur. So basically, my mom does a lot. <laughs> Quite. <Okay. laughs> so I am Tiamo's mom. To put it on record. Well, that is cool. Woman, I I I aspire to be a woman that that does a lot. Because a woman that does a lot, I believe, creates a lot of um creates a lot of impact to the world. You know, when you wear a lot of hats, a lot of people look up to you. And I I really do look up to the work that you do. You know, Tiamo mentions that um, 
we are busy with this, mom is busy with this, she's not around, she's doing this. And it tells that she's somebody that's running after her purpose and fulfilling it. Okay, so um, we wanna find out, and I think a lot of people also want to find out, when I say I'm an entrepreneur, what, what am I? What, what are the roles that I'm playing? What, what is being entrepreneurial and being an entrepreneur to you? Let me choose to go first, and I think uh, Lerato would come after. For me, being entrepreneurial means a person who pursues um, against all odds their purpose. Uh, for me, being entrepreneurial simply means being a risk taker, uh, being a trendset, a trendsetter, um, understanding that there is a possibility and a probability to fail, but not admitting to fail. Yeah. So being an entrepreneurial for me as a person um, simply means following your passion against all odds, no matter the cost. Mm. Okay, so I am somehow going to echo that, right? And my definition is that you are a mad person, basically. So being entrepreneurial means that you are so mad because you believe that you can take over the world and you can change the world. And that is in obviously pursuing your passions, your skills, ridiculously against whoever believes what so you have to be so mad to believe that and to believe that means that you don't see possibilities of ever failing or of ever giving up so that that's why for me it's so important to say you have to be so mad about this thing no sane person can actually be an entrepreneur i don't think it's a journey that just anyone can take because the one minute, there's so many emotions and personas involved in actually being um, an entrepreneur. But I said, um, this person is one person who's never satisfied about nothing. So you're constantly chasing after the next big, big thing. You know, nothing is ever enough for you. You are constantly sniffing out for possibilities and opportunities and you, when you are an entrepreneur, you see gaps everywhere, right? And, and that's just the mindset of an entrepreneur. You constantly see what other people don't see, going back to that madness, right? So your purpose as an entrepreneur is to sniff out those opportunities and go and feel them. So that's just my version of being an entrepreneur. You are a mad person, you are bold, you are constantly seeing what people are not seeing and you are intentionally going to fill those gaps all the time. So you don't rest, you, you do what others don't do essentially. So thank you, that's, that's my version. Can I also echo um, on something that Lerato has just said? I think one thing that I would really want to uh, emphasize is entrepreneurship is all about being a game changer. Uh, entrepreneurship is, or being an entrepreneur requires God's wisdom. I always say when I pray, um, Jehovah bless me with wisdom to enable me to see opportunity um, 
and identify and seize it where people don't see it. Um, you really in entrepreneurship or in running businesses and allow me to say sustainable businesses, you require God's divine intervention and wisdom because Jehovah enables you to see opportunity where people see normality. Yeah. And you must be able to be a differentiator and a game changer. So in essence, what has sustained me running my own businesses from 2006 is wisdom and divine wisdom. So in entrepreneurship or in business development, prayer is very essential. You cannot sustain your business without the presence of God. Now, you guys make it look so easy. That or your social media, you have the quotes galore. You have all of these things galore. We see you at the beach, drinking coffee, <laughs> you know. So a lot of us, when we look at people who are running their own businesses successfully, we see the glitter and the glam. But mm -hmm. I would like to know how did how did that transition happen? You know, from going from being in corporate, if you were in corporate, to this. How how does that transition happen? Um, what have your experiences been in going from before being an entrepreneur to now? Okay, so for me, it was so it was such an, a surreal um, experience. Surreal in a in a way that. I think I'd never figured that I could go this route. And solely because corporate is so safe, right? You wake up, you go to that point, you come back and it's solid and al almost like so mundane and predictable. Whereas if you go into this journey, you pretty much can plan to the T, but once you're out, you really don't know what to expect. So. For me, I've never considered myself to be an entrepreneur, but I can tell you that when I left, I knew that I wanted to pursue my own freedom, freedom to, to be creative about my skills. I want to be in an environment where I'm unapologetic about how I express my skills and how I run my show. So that excited me. So I won't particularly say I was scared or, what what i was really excited and looking forward to the next chapter which is really just going to be myself in totality authentically so okay so the journey as usual you know it's it's unpredictable you don't know what to expect um you 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 can never be planned enough but at the end of the day, you know, you need to follow your gut and believe in what you are going to offer and believe in your dreams, ridiculously so. So for me, that's what I held on to that. But, you know, I've got the skills, I've got the persona, I've got absolutely all the resources that I need. And over that, as um, my aunt said, you, you need to have that wisdom and that faith that is just so stupid. You know, you like, okay, I don't know what's gonna happen ahead, but I know if you bring me to it, you'll bring me through it. The industries are almost so 
they they like over overpopulated, especially in what we do. I mean, events and I mean HR, and there's so many people who do it. But you know, I held on to the fact that Mudimu, you brought me through here and you're going to differentiate me. And I know I definitely have something different to offer. So there will be a way. So yeah, I went into it and I thought it's exciting. And as long as I believe in it, I cannot fail. So ups and downs, uh, because other days are amazing. And some other days you're like, what am I doing? You know, other days you're like, I'm winning. Other days you're like, oh no, I was wrong. But as long as you hold on to your purpose, I think the journey truly becomes so worthwhile. So yeah, that's me. Let me add by saying uh, something else as well. Lerato being um, my niece, I remember at a certain stage, just to add before I share my story, she was very skeptical and um, half the time she wanted to hold on to the corporate world. And I remember saying to her one day that Lerato, remember what the word of God says. The word of God says, whatever you touch, I will enlarge. And I remember saying mm -hmm. to her, start your own thing. You know, one thing that's very important in business is the fact that you're able to be creative. You write your script, you write your check. Mm -hmm. um, you write your own successes, you write your own failures. Um, and the, the question that's been posed is that, was it easy, was it tough? I think for me, um, before I left corporate, I used to work for Group 5 Construction. I was in charge of the whole of Africa and Asia and uh, you know, running human resources division of the entire continent. So traveling a lot was something that was inherent in my job, but at a certain stage, I didn't like living my life inside the aeroplane. You know, there was, a certain time where some of the pilots, you know, uh, traveling to um, the DRC, um, because they were very few, you know, um, some of them knew me by name, instead of Nomsa. And I'm like, I'm not national union of mine workers, you know. Um, and, you know, living your life, come aeroplaning, going to, you know, um, countries, even if you don't want to, was something that I was really uncomfortable with, but I had to do it because it was my job. So at a certain stage, I remember um, one of the executives within Vodacom contacted me and said to me, hey, Nomsa, we are about to launch um, the BEE. And I used to work for Vodacom, by the way. And they basically say, he basically said to me, we're looking for strong women that we know that if we um, enlist them for, um, you know, getting franchises or acquiring franchises, they would definitely make it. And I was like, wow, so you believe in me? Um, long story short, I was very scared to transition from, um, you know, a job where you're comfortable, where you are, in charge of the whole continent, where you're in a lot of changing, you know, um, where you're able to like, basically write your script, write your bonus, determine how much you're likely to get. Um, 
to a zone where you say, ha, what if it doesn't make it? Then kind of, you know. So, but I really thank God that I started praying about it. And the other thing that assisted me while I was still working formally, I used to advise some of my current clients on human capital management solutions. So one client of mine said to me, but we have made it as a municipality so far because of you. Consider leaving. We'll write a contract for you. We will be your first client. You will be our first client, you know, um, so to say. Um, and I ended up saying, wow, if they believe in me so much, it means I've got a fallback point. Then at the point in time, I said to Vodacom, yes, I will take the franchise. And I took the franchise and I really thank God that I already had a lending strip. The consulting business before I even left corporate, the deal was already signed. So before you even quit your job, if you're currently considering uh, to be an entrepreneur, it's very crucial that you put all your ducks in a row. Don't just jump ship without knowing where you're going. Plan thoroughly. Interface with people that have been that are currently there. Ensure that you have a mentor that will direct you, that will lead you, that will critique you, that will assist you to write your business plan. That will also be there with you when times are tough. So it's doable. Don't sit with your vision, pursue your purpose. Make a difference. You know, I can totally agree with, with what Mama Nomsa just said. Uh, my parents have always been ones to sell something growing up. They worked in corporate, but they always had a side hustle. So growing up, we were also mixing the juices, pouring juices in five liter bottles and going to deliver with my parents. At some point they're selling encyclopedias before Google came, I'm a 2000, they don't know. And they were selling um, encyclopedias. Next thing they're selling, um, uh, what's this, towels and divaslapa. So I've always had an eye of what business actually is seeing it through my parents. So when I had to transition into business as well, um, I, 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 I saw it firsthand. I saw that my parents didn't give up. My parents sowed a seed. And little did I know that that little parable of sowing a seed into the right soil would become my reality into going into the agricultural space. Um, so which I live by, it's, it's a principle to me um, as I go and as a young entrepreneur, that sowing a seed into good soil is always very, very important. And that not your energy, some spaces and, and some places don't deserve your energy. Some places and some spaces don't deserve of what God has put inside your heart. It's just not worth it. So I just want to know from you ladies, um, what, some, what are some of the principles that you, you run your business by on a day-to-day -day basis? Okay, so once upon a time, I went to a youth camp, right? and the theme was was just living our lives 
beyond the call of excellence. And so I remember the message that I took from thee, and I never forget it, is, is the scripture. I think it's Proverbs 6, verse 6 to, to 10, 11. But ordinarily, the book of Proverbs really guide me through life generally i think it's a book where you can get a lot of wisdom so for the many heads that are aware um there's no book that will never like empower me or, or you know give me that wisdom that i need but back to one of the principles that i live with this scripture says go to the ends you sluggards consider its ways and be wise so and and Every time I observe or you know how, how ants operate, they go in straight line, they're working, they're always working, they're going up and down, you know, they're gathering for, for the future. So when it's winter and we don't see them, they are fully prepared, they are stocked up, they go in hibernation, you know. So this scripture basically taught me you can't be in business and be lazy. You can't be idle at any point in time. And I think I always look at my aunt and I say, yo, if I can have this woman's work ethic, you know, and commitment and discipline. And when I went into business, I'll be honest, I'm not a disciplined person, but I knew that I won't make it into this world if I'm not disciplined, I'm not focused, I'm daily, daily. I want to go have coffee in the beach and, you know, so I knew that I have to keep going against all odds, you know, I can't idle, I can't sleep. And people ask me a lot of the times, so you don't watch TV uh, during the day. So I, you are showered, like I drop my kids at school and they're like, why are you dressed like that? And I'm like, I'm going to work. So you mean to tell me you are working at home? I'm working, it's work. I need to respect it because it's my, you know, it's my bread, it's my, it's my, it's my living. So that scripture has taught me that I always need to one, one, one bit a day, you know, contributes to the bigger picture. It may seem that I'm not doing anything today or it's insignificant, but you keep going, you keep consistent you keep focused on the goal, you don't, you, you don't idle. I think idling is, and laziness is a sin. So that springs me into action all the time when I feel like I'm going down. There's always something to do. There's always an opportunity to, to sniff out and start and that. So yeah, that, that scripture for me says to me, using all of my talents, I, I think I live with it. I, I'm going to my deathbed fully used up. You know, I don't want to be on my deathbed and be like, oh God, I forgot one more thing to still do. So that's my life's motto that my talents are my ultimate and biggest worship towards God. I need to make sure that I make use of all of them. So go to the ends, use luggage, consider his ways and be wise. So that's me every day. I'm an ant who's just going, going, going and busy. Yeah. I think where I'm seated, the principles that govern myself or I govern myself was pertaining to running my own business uh, hinge from Philippians 4 verse 6. The word of God says, don't worry about anything. 
but in all your prayers, ask God for what you need. Always asking him with a thankful heart. And I'm reading this in Good News Bible. Key for me um, is having a purpose. Um, in business, it's very important to see the picture. You must have a frame in terms of um, what you want uh, to see happen. You must see your freeway. You know, you must be decisive whether you're taking N1 or M1, you know. Uh, and secondly, in terms of the second principle, you must not be swayed and or um, be driven by fear. You must be in a position to compose yourself and trust God for all the things that you believe in God for. Number three, excellence is very key. We must understand one thing that in business, um, there are many players, but one question that you always have to ask yourself, what differentiates you from the rest? You must have a core competence. Your differentiator must be your driver. And that's something that you must pursue. Key, that is also a principle in business. Understand what your client needs. In other words, understand uh, the business of your client. Don't, don't just be there or go in to provide a solution that is required at that point in time. Make it your business to understand the business of the client. And make sure that because you understand the business of the client, go an extra mile by providing them solutions, even if at times they don't pay you for a certain solution. For example, um, in human resources, if a client says, for example, give me a certain policy, assist them, even if it's pro bono, with the procedures as well. And prom I promise you, they will end up relying on you because you understand their business to the T. If they've got problems, they will always think of you first. So principle number one that guides and drives me is that I ensure that I understand the business of the client. I understand their problems so that when I come up with a business proposition, it's tailor-made to their problems. So, okay, two things. I think people will always pay and come back to you for the value that, that you add to their lives. And secondly, I found that you can't be arrogant in business. You know, you can't know it all, you know. And particularly this, I'm going to say, I live by it generally. I think it's the one thing that I took from home. My Kokovets, humility, you know, to win others, you you need to be able to relate to them and, and, and have a humble spirit. So if you go on like, I know it all or, I can't listen or, or, you know, collaborate with others or work nicely with others. It, you are almost, you won't survive in business. So what's worked for me, definitely one of the principles is to be 
um, indispensable, like my aunt has said, knowing the, the, the business of your clients, they, they keep you very close to them because you speak directly to their heart. But also being humble is what has worked for me to say, okay, you know, I'm your person and you can trust me. And that, that goes a very long way for me um, in terms of really running a business and, and winning people over. And you know, um, my take on that is that like I, the other day I was at a pitch and then they asked me, what makes your pitch different to any other person's pitch? And my response was that <laughs> it's the experience. People want to pay for experience. You can have the best product in the world. You can have, you know, the top um people that work for your personnel, but people want to pay for an experience. People want to see themselves in your business and how they fit into your business. And, and I believe that that's where the, different comes, the difference comes from a sustainable business and just a business because it's the experience like Mama Namso was talking about. If, it, if you have to give it to them for free, it's okay, but they'll always remember you for that experience that you gave them. They'll always find rest in you that I know whenever I have a problem, she will give me the solution. And I think that goes so well into what, what we wanted to ask next about that. How do you now run a profitable, biz run a profitable business and still serve? Because you know we've been called to serve, but now it's a bit tricky now when we can't always give handouts because we want a profitable business, but also we've been called to serve. So how do we navigate through that? Let me um, be the first one to, to um, respond to that. And let me respond first by quoting what John Maxwell is saying. John Maxwell says, I quote, a leader is one who knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. A leader is the one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Um, business is all about giving. You cannot, I always say to my children, including Tiamo, you can't give what you don't have. You have the expertise, give the expertise. You have, you know, money, plow back. You must lead the way as a leader. You must plant to people around you so that they become a replica of yourself, even so much more than you. So key in business is to plant a seed, water um, that skills to her, you know, basically to say, what is your dream? You listen to her, you support her, you, you encourage her. So for me, it's basically to say to everybody out there who wants to be the best entrepreneur, I am saying, well done. You can make it. Nothing is impossible. The difference is don't procrastinate. If you want something, start. Because in closing, the word of God says, this is the day that the Lord has made. And you will do what you will rejoice. So God has already declared rejoicing in whatever we do. And the word of God says, whatever you touch, I will enlarge as Jehovah. 
So go out there and make it because God is your hope of glory. Christ is your hope of glory. So with him, you can do far much more. Okay, so probably just touching on what you've mentioned. I think giving is not necessarily in a form of monetary value, right? So you can definitely give your your skills like sharing your knowledge um and even as as little as planting a seed to say go for it or you know empowering others i actually love and i live by this empowered woman empower others and i think for me knowledge is is the greatest gift that you can give the next person so that's how I deal. You know, there are women who come and say, oh, I don't know how to do this. And I've seen how the industry that I'm in of events where they say, it's my knowledge. I can't share. I went to school. I studied hard. Why would I tell you things for free? Go work. But my thing is helping someone to help themselves, empowering other people empowers you in return. And it's a form of paying forward. And I've seen how the many times that I've done that, I've received triple folds in ways that I've actually never you know, expected. So always pay it forward. And it, it just grows all the time when you do that. So the purpose is really to empower others and give others a chance as you've been given a chance. So that's what I live by, just plainly. Empowered women empower others. Whether it's financially, the best way you know how, you know. So empower others and you see yourself also receiving return. We are super excited about the journey we are on with you guys. And we are really grateful and appreciate every single person that listens to these podcasts. So please do comment on every episode post that we post on our social media. We are keen to know what's on your mind and how your journey is going and applying your mind to what we talk about on our podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast so that we can be able to extend the audience. And that is it for now, but that's okay because there will be a new episode out next week. And like always, guys, pour yourself out so that God can pour into you.